Today is the fourth Sunday after Pentecost. The epistle for today's Mass is taken from St. Paul's Epistle to the Romans, chapter 8. Brethren, I reckon that the sufferings of this time are not worthy to be compared to the glory to come that shall be revealed in us. For the expectation of the creature waiteth for the revelation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him that made it subject in hope. Because the creature also itself shall be delivered from the servitude of corruption into the liberty of the glory of the children of God. For we know that every creature groaneth and travaileth in pain even till now. And not only it, but ourselves also, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption of the sons of God, the redemption of our body in Christ Jesus our Lord. And the Holy Gospel. It's taken from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 5. At that time when the multitude pressed upon Jesus to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesareth, and he saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And going up into one of the ships that was Simon's, he desired him to draw back a little from the land. And sitting, he taught the multitudes out of the ship. Now when he had ceased to speak, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answering said to him, Master, we have labored all the night and have taken nothing, but at thy word I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a very great multitude of fishes, and their net broke. And they beckoned to their partners that were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they were almost sinking. Which when Simon Peter saw, he fell down at the knees of Jesus, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was wholly astonished, and all that were with him, at the draught of fishes which they had taken. And so were also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were Simon's partners. And Jesus saith to Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And having brought their ships to land, leaving all things, they followed him. Thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. We have labored the whole night and have taken nothing, but at thy word we will let down our nets. Words taken from the gospel of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear friends, many Catholics today have become disheartened at the situation in the world, the state of the economy, and what the future holds as political strife and immorality run rampant in society today. Another cause of great confusion is the state of the church due to modernist reforms and division even among Catholics in the traditional movement. And looking at all this, some may be tempted to give up, to think that the situation is hopeless. And others try to figure out their own solutions to the problem. 
But how much better would it be, in all these cases, to rely simply on God, to rely on Him who is all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-loving, rather than relying on ourselves or how we think that things should be, or losing hope when we realize that the situation is beyond our control. How much better it would be to trust that God is taking care of everything according to his divine will, while never losing sight of the fact that he loves us and has a special care for each one of us. And there's a story of three men who had just such a trust in God, who realized that God would provide for them even in the most trying of circumstances. It was in January of 1942 that a U.S. Navy plane ran out of fuel and sank in the mid-Pacific. The crew of three were left drifting in the ocean in a small rubber raft. They had no food or water and no way to call for help. And one of the men would later tell the story of what happened to them. About the fifth day, he said, the lack of water really began to bother us. Rain clouds would approach but then fade away without leaving a drop of water to cool our parched throats. Hour after hour, we sat in the broiling sun, watching the sharks play alongside the little raft. Of the three men, one was a Catholic and the other two had no religion. But now all felt the need for God. And so they decided that they would take turns saying whatever prayers they could remember. In simple words, each of the men asked God to bless and care for their loved ones back home, to look after their shipmates, and to protect them in his mercy. And finally, they begged God to send them water to drink. As one of the men wrote later, in his almighty goodness, God was gracious to us. Hardly had we stopped praying when overhead there appeared a tremendous black cloud and down from the heavens poured the rain. The deluge lasted five minutes and we had our first drink in days. The next day, again in response to a prayer, great swarms of fish appeared around their boat and the men were able to catch one, their first food in days. And so each day the three stranded soldiers prayed to God. They asked his blessings on their families and shipmates and asked him for the food and water that they needed to survive through another day. And God always provided for them. With frequent rain and an occasional fish or bird to eat, the men lived on the little raft for over a month. Then on the 33rd day, a terrible hurricane nearly destroyed them. The raft was upset and the few, few supplies they had left were lost. The next day, the sun came out so fiercely that the men were terribly burned. And they were so weak that they could hardly sit up. Nevertheless, they gathered the little strength that they had left and prayed together for what they thought would be the last time. Suddenly, one of the men said, 
I see a field of corn. And the others thought that he had gone crazy. But a few minutes later, he said it again. Now all three men pulled themselves up as best they could and waited till they rode over the crest of a wave. And there, lying ahead, was a green island. The field of corn was actually a shoreline of waving palm trees. All that day, the men paddled with their hands, inching closer and closer to that beautiful green patch of dry land. In the late afternoon, they landed on the island. The next day, they were found and rescued. Now throughout the 34 days that these three men were floating on the Pacific Ocean, they knew that God was there. He was helping them and looking out for them. And they knew that he would provide for them each day. And as those three soldiers sat in their tiny rubber raft with no food or water, the future must have seemed very bleak for them indeed. And yet they had the utmost trust in God's care. They knew that he would provide for their needs each and every day. And God rewarded this confidence with his miraculous aid. Now in this story, we see that these men had the same simple confidence, that same trust that the apostles showed in today's gospel. Although Christ had just begun his public life, many people were already drawn to him by his miracles and his preaching. And so our Lord climbed into Peter's boat and began to preach to the crowd which had gathered around him. When he had finished, he told the apostles to launch their boat into the deep water. And once the boat was some distance from the shore, our Lord told the apostles to let down their nets. Now the apostles had been fishing all night, but had caught nothing. You see, the best time to fish is at night when it is cool. It was rare to have any success when fishing under the hot midday sun of Palestine. St. Peter and some of the other apostles had been fishermen for many years, and so they knew this. So St. Peter said to our Lord, We have labored the whole night and have taken nothing. That is to say, what use is it to drop our nets again? We've been working all night and haven't had any success. But St. Peter immediately realized who he was talking to. He saw that all night the apostles had been working on their own, without our Lord, but now he was with them. And so with renewed confidence, he said, But at thy word, we will let down our nets. Like St. Peter and the apostles, my dear friend, we must have a strong confidence in the help of our Lord. The 20th century Dominican, Father Gary Goulagrange, says that the foundation or the basis of our trust in God consists in two things. The first is his providence, the individual love and care which God has for each one of his creatures, his goodness and his kindness towards men. The second is the omnipotence of God, his power to do all things, 
that is, that God is capable of obtaining anything we need. St. Teresa of Avila once prayed, Lord, thou knowest all things, canst do all things, and thou lovest me. In other words, God knows what we need, he has infinite power, and he has an immense love for each one of his creatures. And thus, as one priest writes, our trust in divine providence cannot be too steadfast. It is impossible for us to have too much confidence in God, to trust him too much. And the confidence of the apostles was rewarded with such a great multitude of fish that their boats were sinking. They had spent the entire night working and had given up hope of catching anything that day. The apostles must have felt discouraged or that they would be wasting their time and energy. They may have thought that they knew better, but nevertheless, Peter and the apostles trusted in our Lord and obeyed his command. Like the apostles, we also may become discouraged. In the daily struggles against temptation, you may feel as if you're making no progress, not accomplishing anything by your efforts, but keep falling into the same sins. Or perhaps for a long time you've been praying for the conversion of a loved one or for some special favor, but you're simply not seeing the results of your prayers. But if you rely on God and trust in his loving providence, no matter how bleak the situation may seem, you will never become weighed down by discouragement or anxiety. Like the apostles or like those soldiers who are stranded in the middle of the ocean, when the troubles of life become overwhelming or when you start to feel discouraged, remember that God is there. He is ready to help you. Renew your confidence in our Lord. Remind yourself of his love, his goodness, and his power and trust in the providence of God. And then, like the apostles who cast their nets into the water at the command of our Lord, persevere in the work that God has given you to do. That is, faithfully perform all the duties of your state in life, concentrating on them rather than on your worries. And, my dear friends, remember that when you are weighed down by difficulties— when even your best efforts seem to fail, do not become discouraged. Rather, place your trust in God and in his love for you. Continue on, assured that he will give you strength and assistance. When the future looks bleak, when things don't go how you think they should, remember that no matter what, God is looking after everything. Place all of your confidence in him, and one day you too will be well rewarded. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.